Hey, what's up? It's Alex Morgan. And for me, the start of the new year is all about committing to you from day one. Body Armor's got you and here to help you commit to your fitness goals. Buy any Body Armor products at your local store and Body Armor will give you 50% cash back to put towards your fitness journey. Now through March 31st, commit to fit with Body Armor Sports Drink. Visit www.bacommittofit.com for full rules. And shop now at retailers nationwide. Hey there. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. everybody welcome to big blend radio's nature connection show we're very excited today kicks off the beginning of a new series with margo carrera you've seen margo say you've heard margo on our shows over the years and also seen her photography in our different big blend magazines margo is a fine art nature photographer uh, you can keep up with her at carrera fine art gallery.com and today we're going to be chatting with our first special guest on the series so this is going to be every fourth friday we're going to be focusing on the environment here on our nature connection show so our first guest is the executive director of the mother nature festival live and he is also an author he's written a number of books and his latest is a children's book called be scared be very scared. Now, be scared is very cute. And um, there's an there's an Aunt B, there's an Aunt Betty, there's all kinds of good little bees in there. And uh, there's old Doc Turtle. Uh, but this is really written uh, to inspire young minds to be aware of climate change, the impact of climate change, and in a, in a cute story. And um, of course, when it comes to children's books, we hope that the parents and friends are also uh, hanging out and reading the book with them. So it's it's a whole family should get together mm-hmm. for bees. So first off, welcome, Margo. How are you? I'm great. Good to be here. It's good to, it's see, good you. to see you. We've known Margo yeah. since our the beginning of our oh, magazine gosh. over 25 mm-hmm. years now. And uh, yeah. we haven't seen you for so long. And it's, I think, the first Zoom we've done you know, so this with you and uh, so really good to see you and mm-hmm. welcome Richard. How are you? Very well, Lisa. Thank you for having me on your show. Hey, we're excited. Margo's in sunny yes, San Diego. Are. We're out in um, Peachtree City uh, in Georgia. I was going to say near Atlanta, Georgia today. And it's beautiful with sunshine and birds. And there are, I don't, I haven't seen bees right now. It's a little cold. Uh, but Richard, where you're up in New York State because you've got the Las accent. Vigo, New York. Oswego. Oswego. Right on Lake Ontario, right on beautiful Lake Ontario. Oh, lovely, lovely. So how how close were we to you when we were in Northeast Pennsylvania? And then we were up in Lake Erie, Pennsylvania too. Were we close? Three hours. That's close. That's close to us. Yeah, that's close to us. Now, Margo, have you been out that way? Out in New York? No. Well, we got to do a road trip. Beautiful here, especially in the spring. The closest mm. I get is Connecticut, where my daughter lives. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's that's pretty close. We'll be yeah. in Connecticut this July. Yeah, oh. we're taking care of a farm. Ooh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> so, yeah. so hey, animal farm or a fruit farm? Um, the fruit farm is in our head, but it will be an. <laughs> it's, a, it's got over it's sixty chickens. acres of forest, chickens. Wow. Uh, 
chickens, dogs, maybe sheep, maybe pigs, um, but it's really a 60 acre plot of land um, to take care of and the two dogs. And so we can run wild in the forest. We're excited. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so let's talk about Be Scared, uh, what inspired you to write this? Because I, I believe this is part one, right, of, of the it book is. series. It is. Mm -hmm. um, it's part of the Old Dark Turtle series. Old Dark Turtle is a, a recurring character in all the books. And Be Scared, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of flowers myself. And mm -hmm. this story, when it came to me, it, 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 just, it just cried out to be written because this future belongs to the children. And if they're not aware of what is happening, then they'll be, they'll be uh, I don't know how, to, yeah. how to describe that the trouble they'll be in if they don't, if they don't understand their problem, the problem that's happening and do what they can, can once of learning of the situation. And if we stop them this young, then I think they'll grab the idea at a very early age and look into further ways mm -hmm. of, of helping because they're motivated. You can hear it in the voice. Every time I read one of my books to them, they're all lesson stories. And especially when I read Be Scared to some children, they were like, how can we help? How can we help? Because that old mm. Dr. asks at the end, mm. how can you help? And they want to know. Oh, see, so, I like that. And, and it's fun. Great. You made it fun, too. You've, got, you've put in, okay, there's something going on. Why aren't the bees out? And what's going on? So it piques curiosity but you brought music into it so mm -hmm. it wasn't doom and gloom you know which i think no. was really good that was because you know how bees have to be busy and the mm -hmm. idea of being shut up in the hive i, I couldn't do that to them because i'm claustrophobic myself yeah <laughs> especially after covid right or or even <laughs> yeah. still you know it's like don't especially. be locked up yeah in the hive i, I wanted to go to margo and margo's uh, beautiful photos are up here behind us on the screen with the flowers and bees uh, margo for you as a photographer that is that part of it for you is to go and photograph bees so people are aware I, all of your photography is about you know making people aware yes i tend to um well i love the bees uh, obviously they're, they're what uh pollinate the flowers so we can have mm. flowers and pollinate the vegetables, you know, so we have fruit and vegetables. And so I became very concerned the first years ago, years ago, um, about the bees dying out and having mm. uh, the populations go down. And so I, I take pictures of bees. And then when I post it on social media, I usually we'll talk about what's going on with them. Hmm. And so I try to combine um, activism with my photography and uh, just put awareness out there so that people know, you know, what they can do in, the, hmm. you know, in their homes and their gardens and hmm. what, what they need to have the government work on. That's right. Mm -hmm. We got to bring that into into it too. Uh, you know, Richard, with with this with children's books, that's something too. They get inspired. Um, maybe not. You know, when I'm hoping parents will get kids out. I think there has been a big movement uh, during the pandemic for people to get out in their yards and start gardening again, and for kids to mm -hmm. be out there. You know, I just keep trying to tell people, you don't need the chemicals. You know, no, you don't. You really don't. 
In fact, I've had several children say, well, how can I become a beekeeper? Oh, and that oh, just wow. makes my heart sing because wow. it's so easy. You need to send away for kits and get a queen bee. And next thing you know, you'll have your own little way of helping. You know, we've seen a lot of, you know, as we travel the country, we go to a lot of parks and we used to just do mostly national parks and now we cover every single park and that's become really important. Um, your local community parks, we've seen pollinator gardens at rest areas for butterflies mm -hmm. and bees. With, yes. I go like, okay, that's some really good use of land so we don't have dead zones in the country. Whatever piece of land we can should be as natural and beautiful as possible so that Bees can, and beneficial insects and butterflies and hummingbirds and birds have a place to land and feed and sleep and nest. But, um, you know, it just to get out there, get kids out. It, it's fun to see these parks actually put in programs for kids to learn. They're doing bee houses so you can see the bees. We've seen a number of um, smaller parks do this across the country and get kids out there so they can see the bees and also lose the fear of, you know, I think a lot of times people think of a bee sting before they think of what they do for us for food and flowers. So they get mm -hmm. to see that cycle. Yes. In fact, when mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, this is my first of the series. I have a three book series on Bee Scared. The first title is Be Scared. The second title is called You'll Be Scared Too. And the third title is Time to Be Scared. Mm. I, progress, I progress in these stories as showing what is happening when bees aren't around mm. up to the point where why they're disappearing because they're going further and further as far as I'm writing, going further and further in search of their pollen and such and they get so far away that they lose they lose track of where they are and never make it back to the hive mm. because Where? that's yeah. that, that's that's time to be scared yes but i want to wow. say to mongo um i know you, i can see you love your flowers and and a little excerpt from from you'll be scared too the second book um my it one of the characters her name is catalea tortoise Catalea, um, Talea, I take the name from Catalea Orchid from England. Mm. Because of climate change, it's going away. Mm. It's opening before the bees come out. And so oh. they're not being pollinated. And they attract not just honeybees, but bumblebees specifically. But mm. they don't come out in time. And they're not being pollinated. And so they're on the way out. Imagine mm -hmm. that. And it's a yeah. beautiful, beautiful orchid. Mm, that's that's yeah, they, they grow in California. Yeah. Oh, do they? I, 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 I found them in, in, in England in my, in my research. Mm. It's a beautiful flower. And it's just a sad, <laughs> sad turn of events. Mm. You know, that happens too with um, a specific yucca plant feeds a specific butterfly and if that one specific yucca mm. doesn't get protected then that butterfly species completely goes extinct oh boy and that affects the yeah. birds that affects that whole web of life and i think that's so that's important about bringing focus to bees obviously because we need to but the the web of life has i think that's where 
we don't understand society like someone will go don't pull those buildings here we have this one protected little frog and people go it's only a frog but what they don't realize is the whole chain of events it's that happen yeah you know yes mm -hmm. so that's yeah everything's depending wow. dependent on each other i mean the bees are so important if we lose and not just the bees all the pollinators because we tend to um, destroy habitat more than anything else. I mean, even hummingbirds are becoming rare, you know, and it's it's a shame because they're great pollinators as well. Yes, they are. Yeah, and you know, we if we don't stop, you know, I don't know. It's like, how, where's food's gonna? The food is all gonna become genetically modified, and I really don't want to eat that stuff. <laughs> you really made a point because Walmart, their their engineering department of of Walmart, they are developing little bionic bees. Oh. So they can be pollinators. And you were saying generic food, and so it'll be genetic pollen. I wonder what the honey would be like. Ew. Little nanobots in it. Ooh. Ew. Ew. I didn't know that was happening. They, they're coming out with it. It's See, well, wow. we've heard about, um, was That's it Nancy, crazy. the one fly That's that doesn't. Crazy. Was it um you you there was something that was like a beetle or something like that on trees that they're they're modifying trees so that they have their own chemical against beetles and things getting on them. Of course we oh, have a problem with bark beetle, right? Bark and that's beetle, part of the, probably. The, but that's not the solution. The solution the solution is to prevent climate change and to well you know, the solution is to bring out back the predators that used to eat the bark mm -hmm. beetles mm -hmm. that's what we've done we got rid of the natural predator mm -hmm. that used to control the bark beetle mm -hmm. and when yeah. you let insects get out of control it's really difficult oh yes it's mm -hmm. really difficult richard um for you where did your love of nature come to inspire you to write all because i was looking you've got a whole list of books uh, so you've mm -hmm. been busy and then you started this festival. So where did all of this nature inspiration come for you? Well, I've always been inspired by Mother Nature and what she provides for us. I grew up in South Boston, right on right on Boston Harbor's waterway. Mm -hmm. And I would crab and fish for, for flounders and, and bluefish and stripers and and every time and a cargo ship would come by and dump something awful into the water there sewage or whatever you it would wash yeah. up on the beach that i swim in and i've always been very very oh. concerned that Ew. this happens mm. everywhere and in and in and in 10 That's times the exponentially larger events that really destroy ecosystems and so i have mm -hmm. to say my whole old doc turtle series it came mm -hmm. to me in a dream hmm. I was contracting, I was a general contractor, paint contractor, and after 20 plus years of it, I developed all those itises in the upper body that you get, mm. bilateral, rotary cuff, scapular tendonitis, and all these things, and I kind of had to leave work, but that's what I did for a living, and I didn't know what I was going to do, and so I have to say this because it, it makes me feel warm inside. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, came to me in a dream and said, little owl who said what not who hmm. he was born hard of hearing and to resolve the issue old dark turtle gave him an examination found out he was hard of hearing and gave him hearing aids 
that came to me in a dream. Wow. I jumped up out of bed and I wrote that down. And right after that, multiples of stories. They just kept, I couldn't write them fast enough. They just kept coming to me, mm. coming to me. And, and the story would come to me and I would, I wouldn't write it down at first other than I wrote the little owl story because it's the whole concept hit me, but I ended up, I ended up working it out internally before I write it down externally mm-hmm. because it allows me to edit a little, a little more clearer up and mm. up and up here. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I find. I find it that way. And so when mm. I'm ready to write, I just sit down the keyboard and I go. And mm. next thing you know, I have a story in three, four hours. Wow. It's, wow. it's amazing. Cool. I'm telling you, it came to what how it came to me and the formula for writing these stories. Wow. It just blew me away. And I thank Jesus every day for this opportunity to present these. This be scared is is for the kids, but uh, my other stories they deal with honor, courage, perseverance, mm. determination, sacrifice, self awareness, health mm. issues, social issues, all these attributes that we hope our children will learn and, and to allow them to become just good people. And mm. and I was that's very cool. blessed for this to come to me. So that's how that's how it came to me, Lisa. Mm. It's, you know those I, dreams that yeah, when a dream happens, you better. I feel like we're, we're floating off to the other world when it happens. Like some, you know, it's like you're more open when you're in that state, I think. And it's, you know, it's up to you to, to ignore it or go for it. And it sounds like you definitely went for it. I mean, it's not exciting. You've done it. So that's it was compelling. It was I so compelling. I jumped, I literally you. jumped out yeah. of bed. It was like one thirty <laughs> in the morning. I just literally yeah. jumped out of bed, ran to my desk and wrote this story down in maybe a half an hour. And now it, it, it's out, it's published and it's getting a redo uh, because I ha- I've, I've got a new illustrator, Todd Holbin. Mm-hmm. You like, you like his work? Yes. Yes. I'm you know, telling I, you, his artwork is amazing. And I love the turtle, all the old turtle. In fact, I think he looks like the, the doctor that used to play in that old series, Gunsmoke. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I mean? There's an old um, doctor and played with in Gunsmoke with James Arness and that's yeah, such an old series. But there's a character. old character and he looks like him. Mm. Well, old, old Dark Turtle came about because his mother was the courtesan of, of, of the King of Spain. And his father was a companion and friend of <laughs> Titian, the artist. When the Spanish court came to Italy to inquire if Titian would come and paint Charles V, in which he did in real life, mm-hmm. when they first met, it was love at first sight. But they were told they couldn't be together because he was a turtle and she was a tortoise. But then when he came to Spain, <laughs> it was love. Again, their love had not died, so they... Stowed away on a ship to the New World, started a family. They named him Titian after his his father's companion. And Old Dark Turtle came to be when one day he was in a path overlooking the waterway when he seen a ship come in, anchor, and men disembark. And the leader seemed to just, I'm going to make a beeline right to him. 
And he looked down and seen little Titian in this pathway when he took off his steel helmet, put it on this turtle and said, what turtle wouldn't want a protective shell like this? And ended up putting him in a waterway that was off to the side and they marched on. Well, this explorer, let's put it that way, was mm. Ponce de Leon looking for the fountain mm. of youth. And so if old dark turtle it lives forever, what do you think? What was the waterway? Mm. The fountain of youth. The fountain of youth. See? So he picked him up and put him in the fountain of youth, not knowing that was the very waters he was looking for, and marched on. Maybe that's why tortoises live so long and turtles. I don't know. That's right. Live as that's long as so he, was he in St. Augustine, Florida? I mean, that is the oldest city in the country. I, I'm going to assume he was. I'm not going to take it for granted. He just could have been anywhere at the time um, because he did search all over mm. looking for that fountain of youth. It's just mm. the fact that he, he, he found it, but never knew it. Mm -hmm. And by putting old Mike, by putting Titian in it, he lives forever. Uh, I like that. I like I that. Like so these are fun dreams. Margo, do you get these dreams and then run out and photograph? <laughs> you know, it's it's similar. I want to say it's similar because I will be out hiking uh, someplace and I just get this intuition to turn a certain direction and I see like light coming down to, let's say I'm gonna do a flower and I, I see this light shining on the flower and I see how beautiful it is. It's almost like the flower is standing up saying, you know, photograph me, photograph me. <laughs> and, and I said, okay, I'll photograph you. And then I, I take my photograph. Um, uh, one day I was out, and I just parked my car and I usually, um, I was out at the beach and I just parked my car on the side of the road. I was gonna take some pictures of the ocean and I was looking uh, um, to my right and I was looking for a shot uh, that would be nice. And I literally heard turn around. And so I turned around and on the other side was this gorgeous cliff and a woman was walking her dog and she had a red, uh, shirt on and and the waves were beautiful and li literally it was a beautiful picture that turned out and it was because of the intuition to turn around and look the other way mm -hmm. and, and the same thing happens with me when I uh, paint it's like I especially animals it's interesting I, I'm painting mm -hmm. an animal and it's like it comes to life on the page and and it tells me <clears throat> put more shadow here and you know, do this, do that, and and I'm a beginner painter. I'm not, uh, but I'm um, I'm finding the same thing. Uh, the blessings come through uh, when I'm doing my art. Yeah. And the more you paint, the more your paintings will influence your photography, and the more you take pictures, it's going to influence your painting because right. it's, it's still art forms, but they're so closely related. Mm -hmm. Whatever, yeah, form, cool. whatever form of art you can mm -hmm. present, it's a blessing, mm -hmm. no matter what form. I, comes, I like what your, your mm -hmm. illustrator is doing because it's making the characters human-like so kids can identify. 
you know that's what, that, I, that's what I was hoping yes yeah mm -hmm. did you so, like my aunt Barbara yeah I do I like all the I like the queens in there <laughs> that this book was dedicated to my aunt B my auntie Barbara she's queen she's on the queen's aunt B to come, come up come up with this with this this story of how to um keep the bees from from freaking out not being able to be busy as bees mm. that's a picture of my aunt Barbara Oh, there you go. <laughs> so that's funny. Tell us a little bit about the festival. Um, and I want to give uh, your website out to everybody. If you go to, and also for the books, go to mothernaturefestival.live. And this is a nonprofit organization. And your whole mission is, is to really stop global warming. And we can say global warming on this show. <laughs> good, good. Because everybody's caught up on climate change, but climate change is not the issue. Climate change is the result of global warming. Right. And the so- The climate's always changing. Changes that's right. every day. You know, that, if we don't stop global warming, it's just gonna intensify yeah. and mm -hmm. make, make things worse. And so yeah. our goal is to stop global warming. Like mm -hmm. um, just recently, I talked to a gentleman. He, he said I can use him if I have to, but he'd rather remain anonymous because he's such his heart is so terrific. I was telling about this. He has 70 acres of land that he lets farmers come in and use to farm for cow feed and things like this. Mm -hmm. well, he, he has now said, you now have access to these 70 acres of land because they're, after farmers do their crop of the summer, we would come in and plant barley, mm. wheat, yeah. radishes things that draw down carbon mm -hmm. that, because it's the way the sun re doesn't get reflected back into space because of these carbons and other things in the air that send it right back to the planet and that's what warms this planet so our goal is to do whatever we can to remove this carbon and allow the sun to reflect back into space and get this climate back on a kind of a normal level plane mm -hmm. and that's just one of the ways of of we're hoping that people will reach out in the farmlands that that have all this land they're not sure what to do with let us grow these things on it after the end of the growing season and draw down this carbon we know there's so many companies out there that are dying for cop to, to find ways to get carbon credits because they don't mind polluting as long as someone else is drawing down the carbon. Well, until they really get into the game, we're going to do everything we can. And so the landowners, if they're allowed, if we allow to plant all these carbon drawing plants, they would get a tax, a carbon credit funds from these companies. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the whole field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. 
For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the whole field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. More and more farmers. I just read one story, 350 acres. He grows for, the, for his crops. And then when the season's over, he plants all these carbon drawing crops hmm. that are not for consumption, but they, the carbon gets drawn into the, into the soil and then the plants are killed off and the carbon's left there and it fertilizes the soils for the next growing season. It makes it more abundant. Wow. You would, th- you would think they would be doing, I mean, didn't we used to practice crop rotation just so that we could reestablish the soil? Well, I, I think we used to do that. Long time, but it's farming has become a very, very difficult industry. Mm. It's no more, no more small farms. It's all conglomerate farms. Yeah, mm. and I think I think small farms. Out. We've really got to look. There's so many people doing hobby farms now, and I think that's yes. a beautiful thing. If you're doing the, doing helps. it correctly, and you know, you don't have to be certified organic, but if you do it organically and look yeah, at permaculture, yeah. and you know, really again, looking at doing what we can to be regenerative. We actually just did an interview with a lady um, who Stephanie Rose is her name about regenerative gardening. I can now say regenerative. It's yes, taken yeah. me two you can views do on now. regenerative to actually be able to say it. <laughs> but it's, she was talking about it's how regenerative means it's beyond sustainability. And it's really about putting back in so that it continues on and I think that's you know what you're saying and doing too. So that's all under the auspice of the the Mother Nature Festival that you're that's doing. That's one with aspect the of it. Uh-huh. Now there are so many more ways to draw down carbon or improve the environment, and one of them is I I wrote a letter that I'm I'm calling it a letter to the academics. I'm I written it, but I'm having one of my board members, Dr. David Dunn, is a mycologist. And he's going to rewrite it for me so that it's in the language that these academics that I'm writing to, it'll be in the language that will really resonate with them. So my, our plan of action is, is to, I'm, I'm contacting all of these universities here in New York. There's so many of them that they have these environmental studies of mm-hmm. some sort or another. There's so many disciplines in environmental studies, and there are a multitude of them here in New York. Now I'm going to write, and I haven't. I have collected a lot of emails about these, these professors and universities that have these programs. So invite them here to New York, mm-hmm. so we can work out a plan. Now I want the there's so many disciplines in environmental studies: water, air, land, forestry. Mm-hmm. There's there's a multitude of them, and so if we get these professors to be the linchpin to reach out to their peers in the different universities across the country, around the globe, to, to take that discipline and say, tell, here's the science behind it. We'll put on these mother, these concerts for the mother, that's what the Mother Nature Festival comes in. We'll put on mm. these concerts and we'll raise funds and we'll, these professors that have, this is the discipline, this is the science behind it. It takes this amount to create this discipline uh, the science behind the discipline and we'll say here now 
what's your discipline going to do? Is it going to draw down carbons? Is it going to improve the water, the land, whatever it can do to help the environment and help stop the contribution to global warming? Like, like I'm trying to reach out. If you, if you guys have an audience that knows where um, uh, Paul Stamet is, I don't know if you know the name. Paul Stamet is probably the country's leading mycologist. He's mm -hmm. really into mushroom biofuels and instead and bio uh, fertilizers instead of nitrates like nitrates right now and this is just kills kills me one of my books is i can i can um i can barely see said mandy manatee it's a story about the manatees you know oh and we so, love the manatees i love the manatees you take yes. a look at the book but the real story is the nitrates have killed off the grass that they feed on and just last year alone a thousand of them starved to death oh. and nitrates mm. so let's get out of nitrates and get into biofertilizer and i know this gentleman paul stamet he he is a real key in 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 working this out and we want to try to get hold of him he's just so difficult to get hold of he's so busy so if you ever if you know anybody that knows him or can reach out to paul stamet that my colleagues is he's got a place out in oregon but he's never there <laughs> Well, yeah, a lot of them are out in the field, but it is, mm. it's interesting, you know, just talking with that lady, Stephanie Rose, um, the other day, she was, she calls them, we need to look at living mulches living instead mulches. of wow. these, yeah, just living things, look at different things, you know, instead of always having this massive, you know, lawn, have a small portion of lawn and, you know, because kids and dogs and, you know, need lawn. And so you change the way we're doing things. And a lot of those, the, chemicals are from these lawns i mean everybody yes. and what we're seeing because we we house some pets sit across the country that's how we travel and it's cool because mm. we get to sit and do our work and do our yeah. interviews and play with animals but what we're mm. seeing across the country and i'm going to keep saying this over and over again until someone fixes this dogs have allergies like we have never yeah. seen before oh, yes. and they go it's out crazy. in the yard and they're coming back they're all itching um we're seeing so many issues and one one is it, it's they're taking regular human you know claritin pills and benadryl and i'm going and what i mean the, a small amount but this some is of them not, are being this prescribed prednisone which is a really really horrible horrible drug prednisone is way too strong it's a narcotic and it is yes, yes. oh my god and I, I i'm like what what are you doing here you know, but so and it, it most likely is the lawns and what is being sprayed on the lawns to make sure, oh my God, don't ever let a dandelion in your lawn. Holy crap, it's going to ruin the whole look. I love the dandelions. <laughs> that, that is, I know, dandelions are nice. They're good. Dandelions They're and clover make the best lawn. Let them, let them grow uh, in the clover lawn. Clover especially, they, they attract rabbits. And dandelions and bees like each other. Yeah. Yes, they do very much. And it's a nice landing wine pad. too, if you make it right. Yeah. Yeah. So I love this. So I love funny. that you're doing, you know, creating awareness, but trying to, you know, work with the, the people of science because we need, and we need people mm -hmm. to understand science and not knock science and understand. I think the biggest problem we have right now is, is not understanding that science is always evolving and changing. And that's something we've got to, you know, remind people who go, oh, here goes the scientists again. Well, the scientists, oh. you know, they've, they just they've to study it. 
Did you see the response from COPE 20? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, no, go ahead. I was just responding in the, um, I, I, as a person who grew up going to school, I don't see, and I'm sure I'm like everybody else, growing up and going to school for the most part, especially in this country, how you can suddenly not believe in science and question, it, it makes no sense to me. It's like, why don't we just now say, okay, I question algebra. You know, it just throws something else out. Like, okay, we now know we don't believe in poetry anymore. We don't believe in science. We don't believe in this. We don't believe in that. All the things that we were taught. (laughs) It's like, what? What is it now? Suddenly, where science is on the chopping block? Come on, people! It's always changing, so you can question. That's that's how questioning is always good, but not. Oh, that's it. And but it's the understanding yeah. that science is always evolving and changing. So that's what I love about what you're doing is you're putting science there, but then doing festivals with music, that is always exciting. And musicians, yeah. you know, bless musicians in the world because mm. they've had a rough time these last few years. Yes, they but, have. but um, mm-hmm. you know, I look at what Farm Aid has done, you know, with helping farmers, small farmers, mm-hmm. and those concerts with, you know, Willie Nelson and um you know, everybody in there. I love Farm Aid. I think it's cool. And if you could get it to that level, it'd be awesome. We yeah. can. You just got to okay. have people understand that what we're trying to do will work if they come aboard. Go mm. to www.mothernature.live and click on the donate button. All mm. it takes is the funds to, to finance these scientists. Because did you see the response from COP26? Everybody was... Well, it's a nice idea that you want to wait till 2050. But that's way too long. Yeah. yeah. Action now. And that was around yeah. the world. And who were the major of the protesters? The college mm-hmm. kids. So who better to get involved than the professors who know the science to, mm-hmm. to mobilize this army of college kids? Like we're saying, you need, you need, you need the land replanted for, to, to draw down the carbon. Mm-hmm. Half these people already do that, and they, they're taking these courses because they want to better understand it. And these are the people that will be able to go in after the farmers and replant, mm-hmm. draw down the carbon, mm-hmm. and, and fix and, the soil table. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Our like soil that, right now, too. the the Oglala water table from Michigan down to Texas is it's almost non-existent. Mm. You know, you have to go down over 50 feet now in Michigan mm. to get the well water. That's crazy. Well, you know, we, we just did a in Texas. Wow. We did a documentary interview um, on what happened to the water of California. Sorry, Margo. You're getting me more water. <laughs> but they said 93% of the water of California is being used by the big um, almond growers. So it's that big monocrop. And so this yeah. is, and I don't know if this, San Diego doesn't get that. I don't think it hits San Diego. It's really more LA and all through Central California that is really getting hit on this. Uh, it's, it's amazing. River's End, I think it's called. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but it really, when he goes in and starts looking at what's going on with the water and who's paying mm-hmm. who and the politicians, and then you get into, I mean, it's like absolutely 
water is water is life and water is going to be where we all kill each other over it and and if we sure. take care of the the soil and we and we get you know our temperature down get the carbon down like you're saying then we might get yes. our snowpack back and we might start getting yes. some clean water you know mm -hmm. so this is this is all riverside riverside you're thinking of well, it's there. The, it's this is really all through Riverside the San Juan. Outside of San Clemente. Yeah, yeah. Yes, San, yes. San Juan yeah. Valley yeah. is where they're doing I've, all of the the almonds. I read yeah. that that um, the people that are supposed to have permits in order to use some of the water for their um, orchards and crops in California don't even bother getting permits anymore. They just keep taking the water. They don't oh. even have permits. There's no reinforcement. Well, there's going to be because right now a new law came in uh, for our area in San Diego. We actually have to lower our consumption rate by 15 percent, mm. and oh. or, get, or get penalized uh, financially. So they are addressing it, and they are letting us know, you know, how mm. how bad it is, and that we all have to participate. Yeah. Hope I hope these last storms at least took the pressure off a little bit. Oh, yeah. They were pretty heavy duty rains and snows. Mm. I hope that runoff really alleviates the stress. Well, yeah. I think that's a great bill, but then you still have the 93% going to the almonds. Yes. Yes. See? So they keep getting the individuals, which aren't doing as much water damage as what's going into all of these crops. And the almonds aren't even coming to us. They're going to China and to all these other. The is it morning yet? Deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Country. I know we're taking a lot of stuff from China, but these are going everywhere else in the world. So it's not even something that really fuels us. So it's, there's so many issues and it does take all of us individually mm -hmm. to work together, just like what we're all doing today. And it's a good example of what to do. The festival, so you're gonna have a festival this spring? Well, not so much a festival. We're, we're having a fundraiser on April 30th at the, um, the venue. We have a venue at the music hall here now, but another local band um, just just had a, an interest in participating in it. And they are a five-piece band, the Frostbit Blue Band. Oh, that's amazing. They, uh, the drummer, I take drum lessons from, said that he, he thinks the band would like to contribute to this to bring awareness because they have a huge cool. following. And if that's the case, the venue will change to a larger, a larger um, venue. The, we were having the convention a global warming convention, September 16th and 17th. Some wonderful people have already signed on. It's gonna, and it's all about what can we do now? 
not mm. just sit there and talk, but we're going to have a wonderful American Indian presence from mm. Southwest, Midwest, here in New York, Canada. We're having people cool. who know what they're talking about, going to be zooming in on the meetings and we're going to have live music and the festival will have, they'll have a nice lunch and dinner provided, of course, but it's more of a, this is what's happening now. We're going to, I'm, I'm hoping to bring this wonderful speaker. She, she's an architectural green landscaper. Mm. And that information will be just, oh, I, I can't wait for her that news to spread because that's an mm. everybody, everyday thing. And mm -hmm. if they really pay attention, that will take a lot of stress off this planet. A lot of stress. Mm -hmm. Green landscaping, you know, using your water correctly and the right plants and the right. Absolutely. Everything. Yes. And so. Mm, makes a big she's difference. A project manager and she knows what she's talking about, but she's super shy. <laughs> but she'll, she'll do good. I think this I'm is hoping. exciting. So I'm everyone, mothernature.live is the website. And um, so I know we're going to play song. Did you have any other comments or questions, Margo? No, I just wondered um, in your books, like at the end of your books, do you put uh, solutions for children to be able to uh, do in their own homes or something that they can do? Well, I leave that up to the parents. Like I said, these are lesson stories. And so when the child and parent get together and read, the parent can um, present the parable or whatever the story is and let them use their thoughts and their imagination and, 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 and promote dialogue and critical thinking. And that's what I'm hoping my books will present to the, to the parents and people who read them. I want to say to you, it's wonderful what you're doing for the children and making them aware. I, uh, before the show, I was looking, you know, doing some research on the internet. And I want to just say that there's, there was an 11 year old in uh, Illinois, who actually went to the um, government and called all the senators and all the, the House, and, and she got a bill passed called the B Bill. And, uh, and it, it had to do with the pesticide uh, for mosquitoes were killing off the bees. And she, and they, that. yeah. It, it was, uh, I have, it's HB 3118 is the bill and it passed 29 to zero. And so oh, that's what an 11 year old that's child awesome. can do. That's right. And so that's what your books can do. And that's right. I just honor you for, for doing that. And, and let, let's continue to get this movement going. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. The children are doing so much. I mean, like you, Greta you see Thunberg. it. Yeah, look, look at, at her. her. Look at look She's at what's going awesome. on in Florida. Um, there's mm -hmm. just I just I love to see that, and it's true. They just they want guidance, and then from there they'll go. Oh, I've got this idea, and it's like be behind them. <laughs> I've got to use the word. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, listen, oh, there's nothing cuter than a bee butt. <laughs> uh, I love the bee. Where's Queen Betty Bee? There she is. Yeah, Betty Bee. <laughs> children. Don't mind. My, my I plug, I write science fiction also because I don't try to do the children. I try to bring into, um, I'm not going to call them the nerd uh, reader, but science fiction, 
you know, it takes a, a specific kind of person to read science fiction. Yeah. I have a series called Megamerse. Yes, I was saying that. Did you see that? Yeah. Wonderful. It's um, it's a six book series. The first three are published. They get re- they'll be turned into a compilation real soon. But he is an environmental superhero, oh. and he cool. and it's and it's been picked up to be to be made into a movie. That's right. That's very See, cool. I told yes. you, Lisa, one day the aliens are going to contact us and tell us, hey, you guys are ruining our planet. Stop it. <laughs> I think that's what David Bowie was trying to tell us. I was watching an interview with him. David Bowie's up there somewhere farming on a Listen, he planet. is. Oh. I, think, I think, you know. And hopefully not on a waterless world. No, no, no but he, he, I was watching an interview with him and he was talking about the future of, of the world and the internet. And it was kind of right at the very beginning of the, I mean, 20, 25, you know, years ago. And he said, this is going to change everyone. And the guy was like, well, this is just another vehicle for content. He goes, no, content is going to change. Like you'll never believe it. And he says, this is so exciting. And the most terrifying thing on the planet is the internet. While it's really cool, it's, Mm -hmm. it can also be really terrible. He just said, it's terrifying, but it's also really exciting of change you know so well, i think going through just, the misinformation yeah decade so you know <laughs> it's gonna be well i think we can use the internet as tools i mean look at our conversation mm-hmm. people can listen and go you know what can i do for bees you know maybe just yeah. put the poison down off of your lawns just for your dogs i'm really i'm i just i we've, i cannot not- believe i swear it is more than half of the animals that we've taken care of have mm-hmm. allergies yeah. and you know we look at all of us with allergies in some format and I don't think we had as many allergies way back when you know I don't know maybe we did but it doesn't seem normal and so I just feel like we these I've never seen dogs sit there and scratch themselves take the fur we watched a cat basically Pull take her fur, fur off of her side and I'm like you know this isn't this isn't the way we want our animals to be and if our animals are pets what do you think the bees the birds what about your children how are our children mm-hmm. being raised up you want them to be outside for fresh air not to breathe in all of oh, that chemicals. stuff i'm st- i'm tired of ranting now i won't just everybody has to go do stuff we're all doing it <laughs> we all have to do it yes <laughs> yes I want to give a shout out to Margo again. Margo, uh, everyone, your website, CarreraFineArtGallery.com. And also Etsy, that's where people can find you. You've yes. got to go. She's got beautiful scarves for mm-hmm. travelers. I'm this wearing one. one. See? Yes. There it you is. Oh, that. beautiful. 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 You've got to, if you're going to buy clothes, which we all need, you might as well be wrapped in nature, as she says. That's so it. That's it. Byline. Wrap, yep. Wrap yourself in nature. And then yes. also again, uh, Mother Nature Festival dot live is the website, and you can everyone can get it. your books through there. Amazon too, right? All those kind of places. Yes. Okay. And also, if you go to the website, you will see and be educated and see ways—at least forty ways—that you can help stop global warming. It's listed right there. It's an everyday thing. It can educate you on how to help. Please read it, and you'll see. Mm. Awesome. It just takes that little effort. Awesome. Yeah. Well, awesome. we're going to close with a song, your Mother Nature song. This is going to be cool. your theme song, right, for the yes, festival. Yes, it is. It's being released on 17th nationwide, and the video will be released along with the song on Earth Day. Oh, this That's is cool. awesome. 
We get to yeah. play nice. it. We get to play it before yeah. then. It's uh, <laughs> by recording artist Kevin Silvers. So look him up. And uh, here it is. We're going to play it. And everyone, thank you for joining us. And of course, keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. And every fourth Friday, again, we're going to have these conversations with Margaret Carrera joining us. And our next one will be Bethesda Green out of Maryland. Our good friend Adam Roberts will be back on the mm. show talking about cool. what they are doing to work with businesses to create, help businesses um, be successful in green businesses when they're doing something to really help the planet and also what they're doing locally with kids and their community uh, to make Bethesda green, Bethesda, Maryland. So um, check that out. Again, that'll be on the next fourth Friday. So that will be February. So thank you all. Cool. Here it is. We'll play the song. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks, guys. That's wonderful. Did you ever think you'd wake up to this day With all our blue skies turned to gray The fish of the deep blue sea Are dying one by one People ruining our world They think we're just having Let's do it. 
percent of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? It's not just a bike. Peloton makes treadmills too. Eh, all treadmills are the same. Our treadmills can adjust speed and incline automatically, so you never break your stride. Whether you're squeezing in a power walk or training for a marathon, Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Tread risk-free with the 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.